Hello, 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 y'all. I love to welcome y'all back to my podcast. I like it raw. My name is Mikala Leinani, so welcome to my podcast. If this is your first time coming to watch and listen to me go in depth about shit, okay? I like it raw. We talk about everything here, completely every fucking thing. So there's nothing to be timid with here. Because, like I said, I'm getting into the nitty-gritty of the freaky, the nitty-gritty of the spiritual, politics, health, medical industry, anything and everything that I want to fucking talk about, I'm going to talk about that shit. So, let's get into this motherfucking topic then. So, y'all, y'all like the locks. I'm loving these motherfuckers. But that's not even what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about karmic cycles. Karmic relationships, you know, I know I've talked about this in some previous podcast episodes, but I don't think I ever got the opportunity to dive as deep as I really need to dive in to the topic of karmic relationships and what they are, why they play a part of our lives and why they are so important because these things help you elevate. So let's really go ahead and get into it. What the fuck is a karmic relationship, y'all? A karmic relationship is a relationship that is supposed to help you evolve and learn something. So you can have karmic relationships with anybody in your life, anybody and everybody in your life. You got your parents, you got your significant other, you got your friends, you got your siblings, you got neighbors. I mean, these don't even, karmic relationships don't even tie into just people. It's situations as well. So with a karmic relationship, You are there to literally learn why you're in that situation. It's a lot of karma. It's a lot of toxicity sometimes. It's situations that are very uncomfortable to be in. And with these karmic relationships, unless you learn that lesson, you're going to continue to endure those same type of things every fucking time. I'm sorry, but I'm telling you the fucking truth. I can't lie to you about that. So with a karmic cycle, karmic situations, karmic relationships, you are there to learn a lesson, y'all. Don't get upset with like when shit isn't going your way in a relationship. Don't get upset when you know you're seeing people for their true colors, when situations aren't panning out in the way that you like. There is a reason behind all of that, okay? Do you hear me? There is a reason behind all of it. So... You know, I've, of course, endured my fair share of karmic relationships. Hell, I mean, it's a never-ending thing that you're going to go through because you're always going to evolve. You're always going to have something new to learn, right? Exactly. So what karmic relationships really are meant to teach you is to put yourself first. It teaches you self-love, y'all. I read this book um, probably last week. A book called Many Lives, Many Masters. Please look this book up and go and read it. If you can find it, go get it and read it. My grandmother told me to read this book because we were talking about a lot of past life things. And honestly, I feel like I'm a mom's, I'm my mom's mom in a past life, which is why I'm so hard on her because I know her potential. I know what she can do. I know my mom is a very brilliant woman. So this book was really talking about um, your past life regressions. So you carry so many traumas from your past lives. And obviously it's hard for you to just recall them off top. There's some people that can, especially children. They can just recall shit like that. Um, but 
as you get older, you lose that touch with yourself. Like you have to go do hypnotherapy or, you know, get really in tune with yourself, doing a lot of meditation, really aligning yourself with everything, you know? And once you do that, you're able to see those traumas and figure out, you know, certain things that you went through and why you act a certain way or why you feel certain ways about certain things. But that's neither here nor there. Just go read the fucking book. But there was one message in there that I took and I take this message with me everywhere I go. And it was even before this book that I knew this, but this book really just confirmed it for me is that no matter how many other people are in your life, it could be your parent, it could be your lover, it could be your your fucking sister, your neighbor, your best friend. The only person that you can be concerned about is yourself. I'm going to say that one more time. The only person you can truly care about is yourself. I know. I know. For a lot of that for a lot of us that is difficult. A lot of us are used to catering to other people, to appease other people. And in some ways, we were taught that if we don't cater to somebody else's needs or if we're not here appeasing other people, we're in the wrong. We're at fault. But that is not the case. And this book really highlighted it for me. It says the person, I I wish I would have wrote the fucking quote down. The only person you can care about is your motherfucking self, okay? You can only be concerned about yourself because that's what every person on this planet is here to do. We're here to learn our own lessons for ourselves, y'all. Hear me? You hear me? Yeah, you heard me. Good. So now with that being said, you are here to go into these relationships. I mean, obviously give the love, put the love into the relationship, you know, put your effort into the relationship. If you feel that your effort is being reciprocated. I'm saying that sternly. I'm being very tactful with that. Give the effort if you feel like it is being reciprocated. This is one of the biggest things in life. Like you put so much effort into something to only be disappointed because the other person isn't giving you the same energy. And then you sit there and question yourself and feel you're mad at yourself in a way. You're mad at yourself because it's like, well, why did it? If I, I, you, because the thing is, let me back up. You're upset with yourself because you noticed it. You've been seeing that the person isn't willing to put in nearly as much energy as you are willing to put in. And you still sat there doing all this appeasing and trying to win their heart over for what? But let let me <laughs> let me just really get into this because oh my goodness, all of this is going to come together so beautifully, y'all. So Within karmic situations, like I said, they're going to be reoccurring if you never learn the lesson in the first place. I will say, I don't believe karmic uh, situations or relationships will reoccur if you actually learned that specific lesson. Um, you might be in situations that look similar, but if you truly learned the lesson that you were supposed to learn within the one karmic relationship or situation, that lesson is not going to come up again. Universe does not need to waste your time, doesn't want to waste your time having you go through the same shit over and over if you already got that lesson in the bag. But if you didn't, if you didn't, you will know that you didn't. You have to be honest with yourself, number one, that you didn't. You have to be 100% honest with yourself. Now, it's easy. It's easy to lie to yourself. It really is. So it's easy to continue enduring the same shit over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. 
truth be told, truth be fucking told, y'all. But if you truly learned that lesson, it doesn't come back. So with this meaning to teach you to love yourself and put yourself before anybody and everybody, this thing can happen with, like, again, like I said, again, anybody in your life. It can happen with your friends. It can happen with your family, your parents, I mean, neighbors, anybody close to you, everybody close to you, anybody far from you, everybody far from you. It can happen with anybody. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in into my situations. I'll talk about my situation with my ex-lover, uh, uh, ex-friend, uh, fucking both parents and family members, my siblings. Because shit fucking happens, y'all. But nobody likes to talk about it. But this is why I got I Like It Raw. Because I like to fucking talk. Fuck you mean, boy. So, quickest and easiest one to get into. My mother... Actually. My motherfucking parents. My motherfucking parents. It's sad to say that we are taught as children to put up with bullshit. And accept bullshit. Because... Our parents will dish out bullshit. Sometimes your parents will not treat you right, right? Or they'll tell you to allow somebody in your family to treat you wrong. And listen to me when I say this. Say it's an uncle that you don't feel comfortable hugging. Go ahead, hug your motherfucking uncle. That's your... No, motherfucker, I didn't want to touch this creepy ass nigga. I didn't want to hug his fucking creepy ass. But they will make you do that. And so, therefore, you're already going past your boundary, feeling uncomfortable, and now being put into a situation that you don't want to fucking have to endure. And it's sad that I do believe parents teach their children how to endure a lot of shit that they are uncomfortable with, which is not right. Like, parents, I'm going to need y'all to listen up to me. I don't have a child, but I know what I'm going to teach my child. Do not teach your children to be okay and have to do things that they're uncomfortable with, with people that they're uncomfortable with. That is not fucking right. So then you sit here wondering why they don't stand up for themselves with bullies or why they're always feeling some sort of way around people or why they just seem to always be there trying to appease everybody else. You ingrained that shit into them. Now, that can be unlearned. It can be, but parents, it starts with your motherfucking ass. And there's a lot of parents that were taught the same thing that they're teaching their children, how to endure the bullshit and be okay. But that is not something that y'all need to keep passing down. That is a generational sickness. No, do not keep passing down that illness to your fucking kids. Get yourself mentally together. And that's one thing I got to really go off into this because this don't even have nothing to do with that. Parents. Adults, people that were born in the 70s and, you know, a little later or a little earlier. If y'all are hurt, which I know a lot of you guys are, take your motherfucking ass to therapy. Ain't nothing wrong with going to therapy. I talked to my parents about going to therapy because, yes, nobody's life was perfect. We endure trauma from past lives. You heard me talk about the fucking book. Many lives, many masters. We endure a whole bunch of shit from past lives that you don't even know you're carrying into this life. So go do your shadow work. 
Go talk to a therapist. Go get the help that you need so you can fucking elevate yourself to a point and learn things for yourself that you can actually teach to your kids that will actually help them. That will actually get them farther. That will actually help them understand and love and trust themselves instead of always putting themselves in harm's way. Okay, I know you heard me on that. So with parents, you know, my mother, my father, my mother, she is a brilliant woman. She is a brilliant woman. But my mother has fear, fear of success and fear of failure. And I don't even like to say failure because I don't believe in failure. I only believe in lessons. Okay. So with that, when I was a child, I wanted to sing y'all. I wanted to fucking sing. I was going to sing at my auntie's um, birthday party. And me being a little young fucking vegan burger, you know what I'm saying? Me being so young, first off, if I couldn't sing, nobody was going to fucking care. Because I'm a little girl, you know? I'm a little girl that, you know, I'm just getting up here about to do something. And regardless, I knew they was all going to cheer for me anyways because I'm a little fucking girl. Don't children always get clapped for? So... You know, I was like, oh, I want to sing, blah, blah, blah. And my mom was like, nah, she going to embarrass herself. Hmm. What? We are taught to be afraid of things as fucking adults or as children growing into adults. That's what makes people so timid to do things that they actually want to do. Because the people closest to them said they, would, they wouldn't be able to do it. They would make a fool of themselves. It wouldn't work. You know, like, that shit is taught by your parents, y'all. So, parents, like I said, I'm going to need y'all to get y'all fucking act right together and teach your kids that it is okay, that they can do anything, and that they do not have to endure just anything, okay? And once y'all learn that lesson, y'all can properly teach it to the generations. But it starts with y'all. Shit, and it starts with the generations before y'all. Like I said, this is some generational sickness, generational trauma. This shit hurts. But when my mother told me, like, I would embarrass myself, I was a little sensitive motherfucker too. I started crying. And I never wanted to step out on a limb to be in the forefront or be the center of attention because I was scared of embarrassment. But me being a child... I was very in touch with myself. I would be alone a lot of the times. Um, so I had quite a, a, a bit of time to think. <laughs> and it's like as a child, you wonder what children think about. But no, I was thinking very deep as a child. I knew what I, when I popped out the pussy, I knew what I was supposed to be. I said, I'm going to be an actress, a model, and I'm going to have my own show. And look here. I'm doing all that motherfucking shit. But it took me some work to work through those those things that I was told. Those um those negative comments, deterring comments, honestly, deterring me from my dreams. I had to work through those before I could actually get there. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm talking about a karmic relationship with my mom, it's me learning to overcome fear of my own potential because she hasn't overcame that for herself. And I'm just going to keep a hundred. I'm going to keep a buck. You know what I'm saying? She hasn't overcame that, but I did. I've done the work. I've been having to do the work. You know what I'm saying? And on my father's side, 
I have a karmic cycle with this nigga. Because fear of abandonment is a bitch, y'all. <laughs> fear of abandonment is a bitch. And why? Because this nigga was not there to take care of me. Or I would get phone calls and I would talk to this man and he would tell me, oh, I'm going to call you back. Oh, I'm going to come and see you. I'm going to come and, you know, be there for the fucking family gathering for the holidays. The nigga would stand me up. Had me left and left out there like a fucking cold hot pocket. Nigga, like I was, I was hurt, you know? So when it came to other relationships, what did I do? I took the fears that my parents gave me, and there's multiple other ones, but those are the two biggest ones for me. Father fear of abandonment. Mother, fear of potential, fear of success, fear of fairy, uh, lessons, you know what I'm saying? I had to take those as a child and run with it into my adulthood. So preteen, teens, adulthood now, you know what I'm saying? So with those fears in mind, like, I'm going to be honest, it, ta- it takes a while, okay? I wasn't 16 and I cleared up all those fucking problems, no. I am about to be 25 motherfucking years experienced on this plane, bitch. And I probably just conquered all of this. Maybe I started really conquering it at 2021, but I wouldn't say I fully conquered it until September 10th of 2020. Okay. And you see time, nigga, time, because these fears I took, I took into another relationship, but this other relationship, which is with my ex-partner, was also a karmic cycle, teaching me self-love and how to get over all of those things and not how to be, and to not be used, excuse me. The relationship with my ex-partner taught me how to not be used. It taught me to not, uh... Spread myself then for one person. It taught me to put myself first because I was putting somebody else first that would not do the same for me. And so with that being a seven-year period of my life, you know what I'm saying? It it took some time. Fuck. This shit is not going to be done in the next two days or the next day or so. Shit, it could be. Who knows how your journey is? Everybody's journey is different, but for me, it wasn't. So... I had to learn those things. And until I actually started to learn that lesson, you know, I started to elevate. And it's crazy because even with the ex-partner, I find myself meeting other people. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I'm almost a year removed from that situation. But I do find myself meeting other people. And I still get taught the same lesson because I know I didn't learn it. And that is learning to choose myself before anyone still. And as crazy as that sounds, because hell yeah, I mean, I have gotten a lot farther. I have, but I still had a problem speaking up for myself when I feel like something is off. And that's because I never wanted to bring tension into the relationships that I was in. So I'm not even in a relationship with anyone. But sometimes I wouldn't want to address uh, issues with people because I didn't want to make them mad. I didn't want to stir anything up. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that. Fuck all that. I started speaking my mind now. And does it feel a lot better to be more direct in your feelings? Yes. Yes, it does. Um, me being a Virgo, it's... I tend to try and avoid it because I'm either all in or I'm all out. Like, if I'm going in on your ass, you getting cut the fuck up. If I'm not, I just ain't saying shit. So, 
for me, it's still learning that balancing act. I need to get that, uh, that Libra energy in me, learning how to balance the two because me, like I said, I'm either all big foot or no foot nigga. (laughs) So I'm still balancing that act, but I have definitely came a long way. So I do see some of my same karmic cycles replay, but I'm not afraid to be alone anymore. I'll tell you that. So that fear of abandonment, that shit's gone. That fear of uh, living up to my potential and doing what I want to fucking do, that shit is gone. Now, do you still get some sketchy... uh, Do I still have some sketchy uh, thoughts? Yeah, sometimes. But I also know that those thoughts aren't even fucking mine. That's a whole nother episode, though. A whole nother episode. But within those two relationships, I did learn a lot. And so going from that, I had to learn shit with my friends or people that I wanted to consider friends. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be people that are going to say that they're there for you. They love you. They care for you, blah, blah, blah. And that includes friends. But friends are some of the most judgmental motherfuckers too. I mean, look, I don't want to say that, but if you... There's certain friends that come into your life for a reason, a season, you know what I'm saying? To teach you some shit. And I was taught some shit. You know, I had a friend that was going off on me about the fucking Corona shit. I had coronavirus. Motherfucker, I had some allergies, nigga. I had some badass allergies and they deemed it as Corona. And the friend that I had was mad because at the end of the day, I still got bills to fucking pay. I got a truck. I got car insurance, I got this, I got that, I got shit I got to take care of. So I still had to fucking work. And at the end of the day, but since I have to work around a lot of people, I found out I had corona, but I still had to work that day. No cap. I had my mask on and blah, blah, blah. Like, But like I said, in my previous episode where I was talking about the coronavirus and the fucking vaccine, bro, I had allergies, nigga. That was some allergies, bro. Like, so yeah, I went to work that day, uh, that same night that I found out because I can't just cancel work. Like, shit don't just fucking work like that. It really doesn't. Like, let's be fucking 100%. So I went, and then then that day after, I quarantined for the 14 days, and I was sitting in the goddamn house, you know, just sitting there talking to myself, talking to my granny, because my granny, I live with my grandmother. So she had already taken... The vaccine, I believe. She took the vaccine and started experiencing symptoms of the vaccine because the vaccine can also give you fucking symptoms of corona. So we don't even know if I got corona from being out. But who the fuck, who the fuck care? Corona while I was out, got down. And the thing is, I just hate that people will always talk down on you. Some people will try and talk down on you and make you seem like a bad person because... I mean, the chick, she wanted to make me seem like I'm a bad person for going out. She's like, oh, well, you about to kill everybody. You know, if somebody dies, that's on you, Mikala. I can't be friends with somebody like that. I said, all right, peace then. Fuck out of here. Because at the end of the day, were you not just going to the clubs with me and hanging out with no motherfucking mask on? I could have got it from your motherfucking ass. But we ain't going to talk about that, will we? That's that shit that I be talking about. When I talk about putting yourself first and understanding that you can't let somebody else's biased opinion affect who the fuck you are, I had to learn that. I had to learn that people will do the same shit that you do and deem you as the wrong. Deem you as being wrong. 
people do the same shit as you and have a problem when you do it. I don't fucking understand that concept. But from that relationship that has obviously been terminated, (laughs) I had to learn people are going to be biased. I learned that with my mom too. But even with friends, people are going to be biased. And with those type of things and those type of people, I don't need people like that around me. Because if you're going to sit here and say, I'm trying to kill everybody, knowing damn well that's not even... Like, let's not go to extremes here. That's not even the fucking case. But I do have to pay my bills. Yeah, I found out that day. Yeah, I had to go work that day. Did I have a mask on and gloves? Yes, yes, I did. I went to work for my two hours. I had my mask and my motherfucking gloves on. And then I took my ass home and quarantined. But, you know, that's how you knew. Like, that's kind of how you know if you have a true friend or not. Because that person... Didn't even call or contact me to see if I was okay, but they would still watch my social media until I blocked their motherfucking ass. Because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense how you could talk all this shit, but then still want to watch me and see if I'm, I'm doing okay or what the fuck I'm doing. I don't even know what the fuck you watching me for. You want to talk all this shit and act all hot shit when you was doing the same shit, but, oh, I can't be friends with somebody like that, then stop watching my motherfucking shit. Like, let's not be phony here. That's that. Like... Period. And don't let me catch you out here with no motherfucking mask on in the club, bitch. But that's besides the point. So, now, moving on to my next karmic relationship. Trust. Trust. You can't trust no motherfucking body. (laughs) You can't trust no motherfucking body, y'all. I I hate that shit. Um, (laughs) I, I really don't hate that shit. Because it's very enlightening. It is. I mean, I learned that with my ex. Uh, my ex-lover can't trust nobody fuck about him. No, hell no, you can't. But I definitely learned with my own sisters that I couldn't trust nobody. I can't depend on my own sister's words. Blood. Yeah, we have the same blood. Well, the same one strand of blood, the same genes from our father running through our fucking veins. But does their word hold water to me? No. I had... I mean, one of my siblings tried to go off on me. I don't know what the fuck her problem was. But she was talking shit. Like, she's like, you got those big-ass lips and you can't keep your mouth shut and all this, that, and the third. And it was she was mad because I was talking to my grandmother and I told my grandmother because our family has a bar in the basement. Yes, our family keeps a lot of alcohol in the house. She would drink our father's alcohol. They literally had just had a conversation about drinking the fucking liquor in the house. And there she is. Literally the day before they had this, they had the conversation the day before this happened. There she is pouring up some of his 1738, some expensive fucking liquor, whatever. I go to my granny. I'm like, granny, she down there drinking that shit. Because I know, I know my father likes to put me into shit. Nigga, don't include me in none of that. That has nothing to do with me. So I told my grandmother, no, did I go to my fucking father and tell her? No, but I told my grandmother for sure because I'm not trying to be in the bullshit. And she got mad because my mother, I mean, my grandmother talked to my mom and then my mom had to say something to my dad. And then dad over here going off on her. And then she's coming up here on some, I don't know what the fuck. It seemed like she was on some drugs. She was coming up there talking crazy high shit. 
And she was yelling from like, I swear, it had to be like 10, 11 at night to like 4, 4 in the morning, y'all. Talking about, she got big ass lips and she can't keep her mouth motherfucking shut. And she thinks she all this, that, and the third. And this, that, and the I'm just like, first off, I ain't even go to this nigga and say shit. But you, first off, what does my lips have to do with anything? What does, <laughs> what does my lips have to do with anything? I, no, 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 no. There's been even so many times with my siblings and business where I'm trying to help further people in business because I see my sister's potential. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be successful. But I'm over here talking to people that have some stature that can move some shit for you. And you don't want to follow through. Bitch, I am not recommending you to shit because you're not about to tarnish my name because you don't do a uh, good business. So, no, you can't trust no fucking body. Hell, I mean, it's just crazy because it's like, of all people that you would want to be able to trust, it would be your, your mother, your father, and your siblings if you have them. But to know that I can't even trust my siblings' word, I can't trust that my siblings will have my own back because they want to go off or have an issue because they are getting called out for doing some shit that they was just told not to do the day before. And they mad that the fucking, this nigga find out. Look, that's my thing. I'm just not, ain't nobody snitching. So shut y'all bitch asses up. I'm not about to be included in the bullshit with you. That is not happening. I'm barely at the house. You are not calling me out or putting me into shit that I have nothing to do with. And like I said, I talk to my grandmother. My grandmother is my best motherfucking friend. My grandmother and my mom. I talk to them about anything. Obviously, I didn't think it was going to make it to our father, but shit, it did. And her ass was fucking mad. Her ass was talking all high shit. Her ass wanted to fucking fight me that night. And would she have got these hands I. I'd have gave her a good smack. Look, she was like, she can't bear claw me no more. Look, because I smacked her one good ass time when we was a kid. When we were kids, y'all. I rocked that shit. I smacked her straight in her face for asking me my middle name multiple times. And it was annoying as fuck. I smacked shit out of her. And so she's like, oh, well, she can't bear claw me no more, insinuating that she wanted to fight. Do you really want these hands? I'm not even going to do that to you because we do have the same blood running through our veins and I have more wherewithal and I'm not going to expel my energy on something that has no business being in my fucking aura, in my field of energy. You are not worth the energy, never would be, okay? So I've learned so many different situations. I mean, learned through so many different situations with some of the people that I considered close to me. That, no, nah, you can't trust. No, nah, you, you can be alone. Being alone is okay. Being alone is how you thrive sometimes. Shit, and you got all the potential in your life. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. And have I not been proving that to myself to this day? Yes, the fuck I have. And will I let somebody continuously use me the fuck up like a fucking piece of paper towel that they want to keep putting wet hands on that, that bitch splitting in half? Fuck no, nigga. You not going to do that. 
I had to learn these things. Those lessons are tough sometimes, but they are necessary. So it's important to recognize when you are going through these situations to not be mad at the situation that you're going through, but to actually ask the question, why am I going through this situation right now? What is this trying to teach me that I am not doing for myself? What is this situation giving me that can enhance my life? What behaviors, what way do I need to move differently to make my life better? To eliminate all the toxicity and the karma and drama from my shit. You have to look at that shit. You have to recognize what you have to accept that shit for what it is. And no matter if it's the people that's closest to you, that's the hardest people to accept the pain from, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh... I mean, why would, why would this person that is supposed to love me, why would this person that I came from treat me like this? I just read a fucking article. A fucking man stabbed his son multiple times and burned him. What kind of fucked up shit is that? Huh? So when I say put yourself first and care about only yourself, I mean, I'm not saying don't care about your family, your loved ones. But... When it comes to having to do it from afar, make sure you do, like, put that in place if you need to love them from afar. Make sure you do that for the sake of your own fucking health. Because, like I said, the people closest to you are the ones that damage you the fucking most. I'm not going to say damage you. These are the people that you learn from the most in regards to what you need to do for yourself. You hear me? And just know, like, it's not always going to be just people that you're learning these things from, like I said. It can be the situation. Somebody had bust into my fucking car, bust out my back passenger door window, took my $300 bag, my fucking $250 skates, and the bag that it was in. Man, they took my AirPods because my AirPods was in my fucking backpack. They took all that shit. My makeup. My fucking eyelashes in the glue. They took my bonnet, bitch. <laughs> they took my bonnet. You know what I'm saying? And was I pissed? Yes. I was very upset. Because I'm like, bro. This, this shit. They just stole this shit. And I'm thinking about the monetary value of the shit. But I had to step back. And this is the biggest lesson that I learned from that. The karmic lesson that I learned from that. That shit is always going to be replaceable. I'm abundant. Like, that shit is always easily replaced. Material things have no value. Hell, the paper that we have to spend to get these material things has no value. So I had to learn and step back. And say, like, what is this trying to teach me? And it literally just taught me that none of this shit even matters. You can get another one. And what did I do? I went and got another one. So, that shit there. It's like, look at every situation as to why is this happening for you but not to you. Take what you can learn out of it. Stop thinking that things are happening to y'all. Don't take shit so personal. It's not personal, y'all. It's personal once you make it personal and then you go into that self-loathing mode and you don't know what the fuck to do with yourself and you really just spiral out the fucking control because you want to think everything is happening to you but not happening for you. Look at the lessons that you can learn without, uh, throughout, okay? So this shit never stops. It doesn't. 
It's a continuous cycle. You learn so many different lessons until you learn them all. All the karmic lessons that you need to learn and shit from past lives that you need to learn here, it does not stop until you are uh, trans, uh, transcending. Un until you're transitioning from this vessel, you're not done learning. So don't ask when it's going to stop because it don't. It doesn't. No matter how much money you have, no matter how many houses and shit you have, there's always going to be a situation teaching you something karmic. And you will always go through different karmic cycles, okay? But you will not continuously go through the same one if you have already actually learned that lesson. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and cap this motherfucking episode off right here. I felt real good giving this shit, dishing this shit out for y'all. It felt real motherfucking good. So make sure y'all go ahead. If you're watching me on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, and share this motherfucking video. And if you guys are listening to me on Spotify, go ahead and share my podcast around for your girl. Go ahead and let these motherfuckers know about who your girl is. I really appreciate y'all coming to listen and watch an episode of I Like It Raw with your girl Mikala Leinani. And until then, make sure y'all stay high, strapped up, and safe. And I'll see y'all in my next episode. Ashe.